Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No. Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good morning, everyone. I've got a question to ask. Do you want to be a ninja? Darren and Lito will tell you how. They can't do it themselves because they're not that. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the American Ninja Warrior Rahapa podcast. I'm your host, Tarn Armstrong, and with me today is Lita. How are you doing, Lita? I am doing wonderful. I just got back from the beach uh, yesterday and got back from the archery range about five minutes ago, so I'm all outdoorsy and ready to be a ninja. Mm, yes. Uh, archery at the beach. Very ninja-esque. Yeah, those were not not related. No, they're um, definitely. I'm pretty sure that what you just said was that they were related. Yeah, but if I was filming my package for American Ninja Warrior, I could be like the beach archer ninja. Mm, yes, exactly. So it's a great it's, selling it combines, point. It combines two mildly not really interesting things into one, I guess, kind of interesting thing. Did you hit almost. any bullseyes? I did one. One. Out of how many? Okay, so the way that this was set up, it's like a free archery range in a park. Um, and I was there, uh, with my boyfriend who has like his own archery equipment. Um, so there's not really like targets there that have like the, the rings, like a conventional target. It's more just like a big pad that you shoot at. And, um, we brought stickers that we were shooting. So mm. when I say I got a bullseye, I hit the small sticker, got a sticker. once. Yeah. Um, mm. so it's not really out of how my, like I did pretty well for my first time ever but not a ton of hitting the sticker free archery range in the park sounds a little dangerous yes it's like a massive park and this is sort of a distinct area but <laughs> is this yeah. like the, the the greatest game uh, sort of park where like uh like people might wander into the archery range and now you're going to be hunting them I would hope not. It's pretty distinct where the archery range starts. And because you have to bring your own equipment, there aren't very many newbies there. So like you, you gotta know the rules of the, the archery range. I don't know. There was a guy there who was shooting a crossbow at targets. And I thought that that was a little unnecessary. He was like literally on his belly on the ground shooting. Mm, all right. Well, we are here to talk about the American Ninja Warrior season 11, episode 12, Cincinnati City Finals. Yeah, I like that um, this whole thing was sort of still trying to claim Re LeBron James, even though he doesn't live there anymore I in Ohio. didn't even realize. Well, you know how there was an entire basketball obstacle? Oh, was that for LeBron James? Well, it's because, like, Ohio's, like, crazy about basketball. Uh. Of the, the Cleveland Cavaliers. Um, but Akbar was making a ton of LeBron references and all of that as if he still lives in Ohio. Right. But he doesn't. he doesn't. He doesn't anymore. That mm. is correct. <laughs> very, very important to know. <laughs> uh -huh. And information Taryn definitely already knew. Yes. Um, so <laughs> this was an episode. An overcorrection of the last two. Yeah. Uh, bit, bit, bit strange. Um, so we get, we get a, it's, 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 we get a course here. It's, it's, a, it's a course. It's uh, the, the same course as before the, uh, the, the the qualifying course, plus some extras, starting with, of course, the shrink, shrinking steps, ring swing, spinning bridge, uh, wing nuts, slingshot and warped wall, followed by the salmon ladder slam dunk, which was, I guess, this basketball oriented um, 
obstacle. You'd think that the basketball obstacle would be more difficult than the Angry Birds obstacle, just concept-wise no. alone. But uh, no, you, you grab onto what is essentially like a ball with handles on the side, and then you just have to hop it into the next little uh, loop and then jump to the next one, hop that one, jump to the next one, and then dismount. And um, I, I don't think many people fell on this one. Yeah, there were a couple, but I mean, the other thing is that the little hoops that you jump it into are in descending height, so it's not even like you have to jump up. You just have to jump forward. Yeah, and <laughs> and like the handles are on the side, so like you don't even have to you don't have to be precise with it it's like a ball so yeah. as long as you just kind of mostly get it into that thing it's going to it's going to land right so um felt kind of easy yeah which i mean i i don't know it's i don't want to say it's a shame but it does like undermine it a little bit when we have like all of these amazing finishers and it's like a significantly easier course. Yeah, I I almost I even feel like like the the order in which they aired the episodes hurt having two back to back crazy hard like no finisher finals yeah. uh then having this one. I feel like if we had done this one first, we wouldn't feel like it was so dramatically easier. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and it was after two courses that were quite difficult. Exactly. Um, so it's uh, quite a lot. And then you, so then after Slam Dunk is Spinball Wizard, which is a series of just um, sort of, you just, well, they grab like little tennis ball looking things on the ends of uh, like a fork. Um, and what a visual. Um, you just kind of, you know, hopped. It's, it's only like three or four of them. Mm-hmm. You just kind of hop over. They spin sometimes, sometimes not. Um, this again was, I, I don't, I don't feel like this was usually like a back half of the course kind of ninth obstacle kind of obstacle. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, this was. <sighs> I I also feel that having two women do it in the same episode was weird because then they have to show their cards and show who they like better, right? Because the anchor, the very last run in Jesse Lebrec is going to be like a more primetime spot than being right in the middle like Michelle Warnke. But also now the third instead of the second. I guess, yeah. But um, I don't know. It was just a, it was just a little odd. Yeah, the the whole thing was odd. Um, when we'll get to it, but like, uh, not to say that it wasn't great as well. Oh yeah. Uh, but if if Jesse Graff had done this in the episode where nobody else had finished, like that would have been more exciting. I think. Yeah. 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 Um, this this felt uh, unfortunately more like they lowered the difficulty than like anybody really like stepped up their game to a whole new level necessarily. Um, which is not to say that they didn't because they absolutely might've just the way that it seemed based on the structure of the, the, when they aired the episodes plus, uh, how many people finished and all that. Uh, it's, it's definitely how it seemed. Yeah. All right. So, Let's let's get into the runs here. Uh, we had uh, we started the night with Philip Scott, who uh, very nearly didn't even run. Um, he had uh, panic attacks before he started. He was um, on the phone to the producers like, I don't want to do this. And they talked him into it. And uh, and he decided to run anyway. And uh, good thing, because he did well. Yeah. And everybody gets emotional, including Zuri. <laughs> Yes. Um, and not only does he do well, but he is going to qualify for Vegas. Yeah, he went out on the ninth obstacle. Yes. Um, one of two people to go out on Spinball Wizard, that yeah. deadly ninth obstacle. Yes. So deadly it took out two people. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is this is really nice. He's talked about having struggles with like fitting in with people. And I think that this is something we see a lot, especially with young men on the show, about how it helped them find a community. Um, because like they were lacking in some sort of like social element. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, which, it, it, yeah, this was, this was cool. And it was, it was a great way to start the night. And it's, 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 it's really, again, just like they really just, 
obviously they didn't intend for this or at least i wouldn't think so but they really just packed in like all of the great moments into one episode yeah which like kind of like desensitizes uh you to it a little bit but this one was a yeah. great way to start the night uh zuri was crying uh he was crying it was it was a lot of fun yeah, Andy's from Southeast Michigan, so hometown hero. Uh, then we had Jerry D'Aurelio, who is um, going to, again, also do pretty well here. Uh, we talked about how, I think it was, was it the Jesse Graff uh, city that was, like, really stacked with women? Yeah, because it was Jesse and Megan. Right, right. Uh, this one, though, uh, you know, Jerry does very well, uh, making it all the way uh, through the salmon ladder and um, and end, ends up going down on slam dunk. Um, so close to finishing it, though. Yes. Uh, not that it would have mattered, ultimately. No. Um, actually, no, it would have. She would have oh, qualified. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. If yeah, um, she had made it through, she would have been uh, she would have qualified for Vegas. Yeah, but considering that she had never made it through the fifth obstacle and almost gets to the eighth, big, big uh, win for Jerry. Yes. And she was deployed this year, so she couldn't ninja train, I guess. <laughs> no, that ninja train. Gotta yeah. hop on it. You, you gotta get on the ninja train. Um, toot, toot. Yes. So she does She does well here. Um, and then we have Cameron Knave, who recently uh, had his father pass away. Um, he is going to go down on the wing nuts. Uh, you had Philip Hucky, who had the big beard mm-hmm. that uh, Lita mm-hmm. is, is very fond of. Yeah, I recall. Yeah. Um, he went out on the slingshot. And Christopher Gabayan who um, who made it to the slingshot as well um, after a close call on the spinning bridge. Yeah, and this montage is when they highlight that they couldn't get the Bengals cheerleaders clearly, uh, which is their NFL team. So they got the Cincinnati Bearcats cheerleader, not an animal, a Bearcat. I mean, you don't know that. I, I think it's a bad mascot. And uh, if you can't get the Bengals cheerleaders, one of the finest cheerleading squads in the country, don't do it at all. Sometimes when I when I pet my cat, he makes a face like is a polar bear. OK, so they are the Cincinnati Bearcats are your cat making that face. I mean, I'm not ruling it out. Why a polar bear specifically? Your cat is not white. Excuse me. I didn't realize you had to be white in order to look like a polar bear. I didn't realize that you were uh, that kind of person. I think that that's pretty factual. You know, know, polar bears make that face when they like uh, they like stick their faces up and they close their eyes and they look like polar bears. When polar bears make the face that makes them look like polar bears. Um, I mean, I feel like that could be any kind of bear. Yeah, but they all have similar faces. It's more polar bear thing. Okay, I'm just Google imaging polar bears now. This is kind of depressing because of climate change. Mm. Oh, they're so cute. Right? Yeah, bears are one of my favorite animals. Bears and uh, bears and raccoons. All right, look up look up polar bears happy. And then... Okay. Uh, it's going to be the Coca-Cola commercial. There's No, there's like a few, few rows <laughs> down. There's a polar bear that's like uh, stretching out. It says happy Thanksgiving from Churchill. I don't know why. Um, oh, that's the polar bear face. Can this go in the show notes? <laughs> oh my god, they're so cute. Okay, I'm gonna buy myself some polar bear slippers for the winter. <laughs> you, you really sold me on polar bears. There you go. All right. Okay, so they're the bear cats. Fine. Boom. Uh, <laughs> next up was Brandon Mears, one of the towers of power. Um, he is going to uh, go ahead and complete the course right away. Yeah. This is uh, like the what the fourth or fifth run of the episode, sixth run. Yeah, and uh, he's got a date with Destiny. He says so. It's a good thing that he finishes it because it would be very rude to stand up Destiny. Well, I mean, for his date, Destiny. Yes, it's, it's dangerous. <laughs> okay um he's got a second kid now yes um and uh he he's the, the the taller of the two right yes yeah that's how i differentiate them okay they look very different he had a they, this was this was interesting um it looked like he had security footage of his own home to give to the producers to capture the actual moment, potentially, where he was told that he his wife was pregnant. Oh, oh, yeah, maybe um, it was a weird angle. Yeah, because like 
it's a weird thing to recreate for the show, uh, especially from a weird security camera angle. So, yeah, oh, I wonder if like he call. just genuinely yeah. has security cameras in his house and uh, and they had that actual recording. Maybe for the baby, they probably have cameras in their house. Well, interesting. Yeah. He also has like the best reaction that I've ever seen to finishing the course. He's in complete disbelief and it's just like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so congratulations to Brandon Mears for a uh, completed course here. Um, we then get to Amanda Odell, who is the that's the lunch lady. Right. Ninja. Yes. Um, she went out on the ring swing and had Eddie Russell, uh, who made it to the wing nuts. Uh, we had Mike Wright, Speedo guy. Yeah, Speedo guy. You don't like Mike Wright. He did not qualify. I, I'm sure you're so happy. <laughs> You're so anti-speedo. Nothing against Mike Wright. I am just not for, I'm not pro-speedo. Okay, that's fine. Yeah. Can be wrong. (laughs) Next, we have Sam, uh, uh, or sorry, Sam Gray, who is a uh, professional wrestler. Mm -hmm. Yes, and his uh, name is Sam Say. Sam Say, ah. Yes, and and uh, Matt was really enjoying doing like the wrestler voice. Like, oh, and the next person we've got up here is. Uh, Why is your wrestler voice a pirate? I don't know. I've never done Our, one before. The next wrestler we have, maybe. I, I, I can. I can. I'm like vaguely. Try, I'm trying to remember it. Um, um, yeah, it's like standing at five eight and whatever pounds. Well, no, I thought. I think he was doing like the wrestler, like, uh, and I'm gonna mess you up here. Oh, oh yeah, like Randy Savage. Uh, sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's not only a wrestler; he's a heel, which means that he's the villain. Ah, well, see, that's that must be what he was going for here, Matt. Yeah, maybe. Um, so, uh, so he made it all the way to, uh, to slam dunk and he is going to qualify for Vegas. He gets there fast enough. I like that they kept cutting to one single guy in the audience who was like really into this. <laughs> so they just kept cutting to him. He's also uh, apparently 19 years old, which he does not look. Yeah, no, that's a lie. He's 32. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You checked, you checked the birth records, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know that I'm first and foremost a birther. Mm. Uh, <laughs> this guy specifically, Sam Gur- Sam Gray. So next up was Michelle Warnke, who mm-hmm. uh, man that that cut must be real bad. Yeah, because she's still got a scar. Yeah, it's, it's been it's been uh, it's been weeks. It's been a month and a half, and it's still looking like she just got it last night. I mean, it does look bad. <laughs> it does. Um, I will say it did look like it kind of uh, like like maybe gave her a little like in the actual later interviews um, like she might actually have like a little bit of a, a scar from it. But I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, she got whacked pretty hard. That was a lot of blood. Yes. Um, her uh, her package here was about how I am not going to remember uh, the actual thing that she has. The BRCA gene. Yes. Um, which predisposes her to. Breast cancer. Breast cancer. And the way to... I I did not follow all of this. Would you like me to just explain it? Go ahead. (laughs) Okay. Yes. Michelle Wernke um, has the BRCA gene, which is a genetic predisposition to breast cancer. So uh, if you have it, it means that you are... I'm not sure how much it is X percent more likely to get breast cancer against genetic passed down through family. And um, the best thing to do for a lot of people is to just get preemptive surgery. So a lot of people will get um, double mastectomies just to make sure that they don't get breast cancer because they are so at risk for it. It's something that you should get tested for if you are a woman and there is any breast cancer in your family, um, like at all, because this is something that like, if you catch it early, it's very preventable. Uh, but if you're not looking for it, then you won't find it. Yes. Um, but, but it was also, I, cause the thing that it's, it's also ovarian cancer, right? Oh, maybe. I, I only know about it from, uh, for breast cancer. Cause, but. cause what she talked about was that this, could theoretically, you know, have an impact on having kids at some point in the future. Yeah. Um, and, and, and at this point I was like, 
I feel like I'm intruding on her life now because now she's talking about like, so I've got this boyfriend now and we've talked about it and we're yeah. trying to figure out like if we can make things work because I can't I might not be able to have kids. And like, oh I was like, uh, we, you don't you don't need to get into your personal life about like maybe it's therapeutic for her. Um, yeah, sure. Yeah, to, to just share it with everybody. And but it is something that like I think a lot of people don't know about it. Um, and I only know about it because there is uh, there is breast cancer in my family. Um, but if you don't know about it, it's good for women to be aware mm-hmm. to get checked. So I'm glad like this was kind of odd because I sort of felt like she wasn't going to finish because I was like, this is such a specific like tearjerker package. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought that if she was going to finish, it would have been like about, you know, her last, you know, a month and a half ago in uh, in Cincinnati, I got hurt. And this is what was going through my mind. But I'm glad that she had the opportunity to share this. Yes. Uh, and what what a run. Um, she does really well. I, I really th- like this was uh, obviously everyone knows I love uh, I, I love Jesse Lebrecht. Um, and her run was fantastic, but this one I was not expecting her to finish, and uh, and it was also like a little more touch and go. Whereas Jesse, when Jesse LeBrecht ran, I was like, she's definitely making it. Yeah, uh, I had no doubt in my mind. Um, so this one was kind of like the more exciting one of the episode from my point of view, um, and. She uh, she got through slam dunk and you could tell as she was like getting through slam dunk, like she was sticking her like doing the stick in the tongue out thing. And uh, like Mm -hmm. she was like, oh, my God, I think I might get this. And then like the second she got onto spinball wizard, she was like, oh, my God, I can I can definitely do this obstacle. Like you could see in her face that she knew she would finish on spinball wizard. Uh, And I was like, oh, boy, here we go. Yeah. And Akbar cannot hold it together. (laughs) Shot on us so many times. (laughs) <laughs> Alyssa's crying like everybody's freaking out they do like a picture in picture of Casey and Michelle mm-hmm. um, hitting the buzzers like it's she's the first woman in five years yes to do it. and uh, your music theory is back yes it is <laughs> Um, and yeah, Alyssa, Alyssa crying in on the sidelines, uh, broke me. And I was just like, ah, do you get emotional? Very much so. Um, cause, cause you like, I, I've, you know, uh, you have, when, when you've been in the crowd, you know how emotional it can get. Um, yeah. I remember people crying the first time that Jesse Lebrecht ran uh, in Philly because I was there and how mm-hmm. far she got and people were emotional over that. And so I could only imagine how emotionally they were getting over uh, over this run here with Michelle. And she's also, I, I you know, from what I can tell, like very popular um, and everyone, everyone loves Michelle. And so to see her succeed in this way is uh, so cool. And she deserves it, too, because she really yeah. was one of the first, uh, you know, female uh, ninjas to really break through and uh, and, 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 you know, finish a quality qualifying course and all that stuff so very yeah, very cool she's she's lovely we met her in vegas uh when we went a few years ago uh she was not running but uh i chatted with her for a few minutes yeah. lovely person yeah. so there you go the second woman to ever finish a city fall our city finals course yeah soon now it's soon to be repeated yeah and uh the weirdest thing is when they're like, here's a picture of Casey reacting to Michelle's run. It's like, this makes no sense. Yeah, that was How weird. How did they edit that in? Like, I don't get it. I, it didn't feel necessary to me. <laughs> I just don't understand because how could they like this was filmed so long ago and then aired and how did Casey take that picture and then have them edit into the episode that was filmed so long ago? They figured it out somehow or they just made it up. (laughs) Yeah, they just like, Casey, can you just send us a picture next to a blank TV and we'll edit something in? Yeah. Now we are going to take a quick break for our sponsors and we'll be right back. Step into the world of power loyalty and luck i'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse with family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chabacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chabacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. And we're back. So let's get back to the show. So next up was Mike Bernardo, who unfortunately went down on the wing nuts after such a, a great run in the qualifying. Um, yeah. It's very, very unfortunate. We just kind of skim by it here, but uh, mm-hmm. that's uh, we won't be seeing Mike Bernardo in the in the Vegas finals. Yeah. Yeah. Then we had uh, uh, Reese Prankratz, who went out on the salmon ladder. And, the unicycle guy? Um, yes. Okay. It's like some circus guy in this montage. <laughs> uh, then we get to Grant McCartney, mm-hmm. who uh, has, been, has been training extra hard so that he is not going to be one place removed from qualifying this time. <laughs> He uh, he brings Bootsy Collins and doesn't explain it at all. Yeah, <laughs> there's <laughs> they teased no the, connection. Like they had Grant, but they teased that Grant McCartney was, McCartney was coming up, and then they're like, "And here's Bootsy Collins." And I was like, "Oh, so I, we're not doing Grant McCartney. We're doing this person named Bootsy oh. Collins." <laughs> and then Grant came out, and I was like, "Oh, he's just is Grant out here to support Bootsy uh, <laughs> on his run?" Rock of Rock and Roll Hall of Famer again, which is in Cleveland, not Cincinnati. Um, just truly no explanation for why he's here. And you know what, Grant? Maybe if you spent a little more time training and a little less time on your walk-on gimmicks, then you wouldn't miss Vegas so often. Ouch! <laughs> I'm just sick of this. Uh, Grant, he's just a popular guy, so people want to you know come out and uh, say, "Hey, I'm I'm friends with him." There has to be some sort of connection. Maybe if it was a Rock and Roll Hall of Famer from Hawaii, but it's not. Well, uh, I think they talked about how he's put on, I think, something like 15 to 30 pounds since last time. Uh, I imagine of like muscle. Um, But that just made me think back to uh, when his dad, who was on the sidelines, talked about how uh, he's eaten. Uh huh. He's eaten. Grant's been I eaten. Finally rem- I finally remember what you're talking about when you reference that. <laughs> um. So he's gonna he's gonna take on the course, and he it, he was it did seem like he was going down. He was going as as quickly as he could. He wasn't stopping to do dance breaks, and he uh, he was you know taking on the course, um, and then really should have gone through uh slam dunk i think but just kind of missed one of the the grabs there um and ends up going down which again puts him uh close to the bubble for vegas yeah um but he has a new nickname they call him gmac the whole time <laughs> do they yes yes they do i didn't notice yeah all right gmac <laughs> yeah they literally do that the entire time oh boy <laughs> oh boy yeah uh, next was Derek Pavoni, who went down on the spinning bridge. And then Dan Palizzi uh, is going to complete the course uh, in the um, in the second, second fastest time. time or yeah. for, for, sorry, first fastest time of the night up until this point. As, and I guarantee you they edited this specifically so that they could say, will the towers of power be on the power tower together? Yep. No, nope, the, the only reason they mention it so early is so they can say that. Yep. Um, so then we get to Michael Torres, who is immediately going to say, nope, powers of tower are not going to be on the power tower. Towers yeah. of power, I should say. Whatever. It doesn't matter. It's the powers um, of tower. The powers of tower. That's like, it sounds like you're praying. The powers <laughs> of tower. Um, yeah. Michael Torres. So I, obviously I love dogs. Um, I have a, a grudge against Yorkies. I really don't like Yorkies. However, this dog doesn't even look like a Yorkie. It looks like just an adorable fur ball and it does <laughs> obstacles. So I am all in on Hershey, Michael Torres's dog. All right. Sounds good. Well, Michael Torres is going to do very well here. Um, he is going to also complete the course and this is going to be the second fastest time of the night, uh, which is great for Michael Torres, who's going to have a fantastic night. 
Yeah, Hundo P. Literally <laughs> everyone here is from Chicago. Uh, are they? Did they call Michael Torres M. Tor? Um, no, but they should have. We can do it with everybody. <laughs> All right. Next up was D. Rock. It's actually not a bad one. Uh, Dustin Rocco. <laughs> Uh, this is the guy who they talked about how he was, he, uh, he used to be, uh, uh, he used to be a competitor, uh, but, uh, he's, he took a break and now he's back and he made it to, uh, slam dunk and is actually going to be the person that ends up on the bubble in the, uh, the final uh, qualifying spot. Mm, yes. And he, and he will qualify. Then the RV guy. Uh, yes, yes, he uh, okay. he's he's the R. I don't think he's the RV ninja, is he? I don't know. I can't keep track of these things. Yeah. Next up is Chris Deganji, who is going to uh, qual- he's going to finish the finals course, uh, but again, be shortage. Is this like here's the thing, Chris? Um, you're never going to get the spotlight. <laughs> no, ever, ever. You could finish, and Jesse could fall on the first obstacle, and she will still get a package, and you will not. Yeah. <laughs> so, which you know. Understandable. Good. Yeah. Also, C Dig, not a bad nickname. C Dig, yeah. Yeah. There you go. Um, so, this was another reason why uh, that uh, Jesse was obviously going to complete the course because they always do the exact same. same. They get the same yeah. same length in the in the course. Um, then we got to Jackson Twait, who is um, going to. This is the the cat guy. Yeah, he was on the power tower. Yes, he. Yes, it turns out he really needed that speed pass. <laughs> yeah, turns out. Yeah, uh, he went down on the spinning bridge and uh, and almost kind of made uh, was able to save it, but his feet went down and touched the water, and so uh, just like any cat, or at least most cats that touch the water, that means they're out. Yeah, but he doesn't have nine lives. Also, maybe if he tried being shorter, then uh, this wouldn't be a problem. Yeah, I don't understand why he's just not shorter. I mean, it's pretty. Duh, then your feet wouldn't have hit the water. Yeah, get with it. <laughs> yeah. Next up was Tyler Smith, who uh, who went down on the spinball wizard. One of the one of the two that went down there. Um, I guess uh, he he did like a like a save. Like his hand fell off of it, and he held on with one hand. And then it happened again. And that time he <laughs> fell. He's an exterminator. So I wonder if uh, he and uh, whatever the entomologist's name is are natural enemies. Or if he's just a Dalek. Is that a Doctor Who? Nice. <laughs> Look at me. <laughs> Such a nerd. <laughs> Next up was Jamie Ross, who went down on the wing nuts. And then uh, David Wommelsdorf. Who went? Uh, who went out on the slingshot? Which in this, he went, he's gone down on the fifth obstacle. Uh, the last four seasons now. Oh, interesting! And we've never heard of him. Well, Wommelsdorf. We've definitely heard of Wommelsdorf. Oh, I don't remember. In the sense that we've definitely said his name before and been like, "Hey, Wommelsdorf." <laughs> Great name. Yeah. All right. Then we got to Ethan Swanson who uh, we joined a bit late and he is going to end up with the fastest time of the night, having already had the speed pass. Um, and uh, he's going to, of course, do this one thing at the top. Yes, sure. Yeah. I'm still mad at him for unfollowing me on Instagram. Oof. Yeah, maybe. It's okay. I hit him. I hit him with the unfollow as well. Ooh, you really got him. Yeah. I bet he noticed and cares. Yeah. It's like, oh man, my brand is failing now. <laughs> Yeah, I'm his brand. They kept talking about how, like, um, that, that, um, like, oh, uh, a bunch of people from this, like, from, I don't know, this city that they're competing in or something, whatever it was, like, a bunch of people from the same place are all finishing the course or something. Well, they said that everybody from Chicago oh. was finishing the course. Like, everybody is from Chicago that finishes but the this course. this is not but Chicago. we're in Cincinnati. Yeah, that's why they commented on it. <laughs> okay. There's just, like, this whole Chicago crew, because they're all friends with each other. Right. And they're all from Chicago. All right. Well, then we got to Grant... Uh, sorry. Uh, then we got to uh, Jesse Lebrecht. Or, no, sorry. We did the... We did the... We did do the Grant McCartney. Uh-oh, is he going to survive? Yes. Cheering um, for the failures of others. Yes, because he ends up uh, with... Um, uh, what is it? Three runners left or four runners left? Yeah, and three, and he's he just needs 
like all of them to fail, right? I think he just needs, or I think it's, I think it's four. Mm-hmm. Might have, I don't know. I don't remember. Uh, but he has two people ahead of him who would be disqualified first. So he needs, uh, he just needs some people to fail here. Um, and so we see Jesse Wildman and Jonathan Cooley uh, go down on the slingshot. And that means that Grant is safe. He will make it to Vegas this year. Yay. Can't imagine this is how we wanted to do it, though. Yeah. <laughs> Not ideal to have your fate in other people's hands. Yes. So then we get to Jesse Lebrecht. And again, I was like, there's a zero percent chance in my eyes that she's not going to make this. Yeah, because otherwise having her after Michelle makes no sense. Yeah. Um, But still very, very fun and cool to see. I'm sure it was uh, if you were there in the crowd, it would have been a lot more exciting Um, because you wouldn't have known for sure that it was going to happen. Yeah, I mean, it's still exciting to watch. Yes, yes, absolutely. Um, and so the, we we finally see it. Jesse Lebrecht finishes a city finals course. Uh, very, very happy for Michelle and Jesse. Uh, I I do kind of feel for uh, for Jesse Graff though. Oh, I feel yeah, like definitely. I feel like my theory that they're punishing her is still very much uh, in play <laughs> yeah. because I feel like I think I saw somebody tweet at us that this was like. Um, this was this was like they sent the wrong obstacle to to like they they mixed up the uh, the ninth obstacle. The tracking order, right? Yeah. Like they like uh, the last episode, they accidentally sent the the real uh, the ninth obstacle from this episode to that one and got the uh, the the like uh, the the eighth obstacle from this one. Yeah, classic mix up. Yeah. Um, so what are you going to do? Uh, really, again, in my eyes, Jesse Graff has completed a city finals course. Just, uh, they don't she's do the invisible ladder anymore. One. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't in competition, but uh, she's completed stage one. She can finish the city's final city's fi- city finals course. Yes. Uh, but here we go. Jesse is going to complete become the third woman to ever finish a city finals course. Um, I wonder if we're going to see this more often now or if this was like uh like uh like a uh, like a blip like like this this was a like a really easy course and we're not going to get another one like this or if we're going to see more uh, if it's going to see easier courses i felt like we were going to see one of the jessies complete a city finals course without it being easy sooner or later so i feel yeah. like we'll probably see that soon anyway i agree and also the more women do it the more women are going to be inspired to try out for the show Mm -hmm. and train harder because it's one thing to have one person do it and look at Casey and be like, okay, like she can do it, but I'm not 95 pounds and like not able to like, I'm not a professional gymnast. I can't do a full split on the, on the spider. So to see uh, on the jumping spider, so to see um, different women of different heights and builds and all of that, um, you know, to an extent, obviously they all have uh, an incredible body, but um, to see other women do it, that maybe look more like you is like the more women do it is going to lead to more women doing it. Yes. Uh, So then we get to the power tower. It's going to be Ethan Swanson versus Michael Torres. Uh, My money was on Ethan Swanson here, Mm -hmm. but uh, this I was expecting this too. that this was the closest race uh, for the final one. The last one. Yes, you called it. Um, And so uh, so we we get to uh, the the power tower. It's, It's still even even in this close race was like wasn't the most exciting because i don't right. love this power tower but uh it, it really came down to uh which is really funny because isn't this the season that ethan swanson like in the qualifying uh package was like i trained for fear and like uh i'm going to <laughs> i'm you know i i'm going to be fearless on the course well yeah his whole thing was that he used to jump off of buildings well i think he still does okay well they don't talk about it anymore <laughs> Uh, no, this, that, that's what they talked about. That he was doing like his oh, videos. Oh, I don't think and, that was this season. Are you, man? Uh, I don't, no, I'm not sure. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I thought I th- his whole. I thought his whole thing this year was like uh, taking what he has been doing in the past and spinning it into like I train for fear now, um, and. It's his hesitation at the end of the the ladder here that ends up costing him the safety pass, and Michael Torres is going to uh, to snatch it up. Yeah, snatched. And his dog Hershey, more importantly. Yes. Gets the speed pass. Or the power. What is it called? The safety second pass. chance? Survivor second chance? It's the safety pass. Okay, safety pass. 
Got it. Yes. So there you go. That was the Cincinnati City Finals. Uh, next week, we will be in Vegas. Uh, we do have <clears throat> the list of runners here. Ethan Swanson was the fastest time uh, and also uh, was safe, so not part of the 12. Um, we had Michael Torres was next, who won the safety pass. Then Dan Palizzi, Brandon Mears, Chris Ganji, Jesse Lebrecht, and Michelle Warnke, all city finals finishers. Then Tyler Smith and Philip Scott, who went down on the Spinball Wizard. And Trevor West, Grant McCartney, Sem Gray, and Dustin Rocco, who went out on Slam Dunk. Yes. Um, you know, the, an, an uplifting episode, if anything. Yes. Um, and yes, we will be in Vegas next week, and uh, I will be able to record closer to when those actually air. <laughs> yes, we'll be we'll be more on time for those. It'll be uh, it'll be interesting. T- tell your friends to start listening. Yes, we will have a lot of fun. And um, in lieu of a review this week, Taryn, I have some really exciting news. Okay. I watched Holy Moly. Oh, boy. I watched two full episodes. You watched two episodes? I only watched one. (laughs) Because, okay, so I I was at the beach house um, with my entire family. um, And there's eight of us. And so, like... When we were sort of like winding down, everybody's going to bed at different times. I just wanted to have something on the TV just for people to like sit around or whatever. Um, and so I put on Holy Moly because it was on. There wasn't a whole lot on. And it's like a very agreeable family program. Like, you know, my, my older brother likes to laugh at people getting hit by things. Like my dad likes the funny commentary. Like, you know, it, it was, it was pretty good. And we ended up keeping it on, you know, not everybody's sitting down and watching it straight through, but I ended up keeping it on for, uh, for two full episodes. There you go. And uh, I, it's not something that I would be able to, I think, like sit down by myself with my laptop and like watch an episode of Holy Moly. They're very long uh, and very ridiculous, but it's it's like fun. Yeah. You know, what do you think of it? Honestly, I it's been a while. <laughs> <laughs> what were your impressions? My impressions were I am not watching a second episode. <laughs> It's so ridiculous. It, I when you hear mini golf competition, there's a significant lack of mini golfing. Yes, there is. It's a lot of characters, a lot of Steph Curry, end of list. Yeah, uh, and a, a lot of Rob Riggle. Like I, I would genuinely prefer to see just straight up like a mini golf <laughs> tournament, uh, like on C-SPAN or something, than uh, than what C-SPAN? Holy Moly was. I don't know. It's the most boring <laughs> network that I can think of. PBS, maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that. They can keep the like people getting hit by windmills and things. That's fun. Uh, They can keep the obstacles. I think um, the funny commentary is fine. Steph Curry is fine. I just think minimize the like videos of people, the packages of people just being like, I'm so ridiculous. Here's my thing. Mm -hmm. And then them doing that thing on the course in a very scripted way. Yeah. Uh, And just you know more of the thing that your show is about better i think it's getting a season two Um, yeah there was a a casting call for season two oh boy and my boyfriend legitimately looked up the eligibility requirements and is like thinking of applying well go for it it's like the only reality show where like there's pretty much no skill or personality (laughs) requirements just has to have a thing. Yeah, you just have to make up a thing. He's the uh, the archer yes. mini golfer. Exactly. <laughs> It'll yeah. help him aim. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um it it is weird. Um there were like legitimate professional golfers on it. Um, right. and they were still missing putts. Yeah. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> you still have to putt in regular golf. Um, all right. So there's, there's, there's one more thing I think that we need to talk about. Um, but I do want to, uh, I do want to say that, uh, if you, if you, if you would prefer to avoid any kind of, uh, notion of, of where, what might happen in Vegas where there's some previews, uh, and stuff. So we're, we're going to talk about the previews for the Vegas finals. Uh, if, if you'd rather not hear those, then, then this is your opportunity to, uh, to bounce out. Um, and, uh, tune in next time. <laughs> Love you. Um, 
I didn't watch the preview. I didn't know I was supposed to. I never watched the preview. Honestly, I don't. I, I almost feel like I don't even want to talk because I, 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 I think it became clear to me the fact that you were willing to go right to holy moly that you haven't seen this. Um, no, I, I definitely I didn't watch it. Yeah, I almost don't want to say, but I, I feel like they're going to keep saying. So I don't know what. <laughs> this is what I felt like for, with the podcast in general. The previews. For Vegas, I can say, uh, without without giving too much away, very spoilery. Okay. Um, very, very how, spoilery. How spo- for, for stage one, for the whole thing? For the whole thing. Oh my god, okay, so I know what that means. <laughs> right, there's not even a way to say that it's spoiling without spoiling. And yeah. not only spoil, like, it's... All right, so uh, I mean, cat's out of the bag at this point. I, I gave you your warning, listeners, yeah. and uh, and uh, sorry, Lita, if if I'm. It's fine. I'm guessing we have a winner. The preview is like one ninja will win it all. <laughs> like what the fuck? <laughs> Taryn, this is a clean language podcast on <laughs> IQ. Yeah, that is extremely WTF. They don't give any indication as to who it is, right? No, no. Um, but it, but it's very mu- it's very out there. Like uh, yeah. Matt, it, 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 like confirms it in an interview. Um, like they they are talking about it. Like there is yeah. going to be a winner this season. Um, and I really hate that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the four episodes already kind of indicated this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But like, at least there was still some doubt that like, oh, maybe they just made it to stage four, but they're not going to actually complete stage four. Um, You know what I mean? Like, uh, we're going to get stage four runs, but they don't need to. They don't need to necessarily have gotten up it. Yeah. Or a ton of people make it to stage three. (laughs) Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, So like part of what makes the show fun for me and I'm sure lots of viewers is the fact that you don't know like that people aren't usually going to complete the course and every time you go you watch the Vegas finals you're like will this be the year can somebody do it and there's tension all the way through but now now you know somebody's going to yeah yeah and maybe it's that they think like well maybe people who started watching after season seven, like don't know if it's possible or like they're bored of that. So we want to to bring people in by making sure that they know that it's going to happen. I mean, the, the safety pass is big. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I'm not surprised, but yeah, it's not a matter of who, it, of if it's a matter of who now, um, that like, I mean, it's gotta be Drew, right? <laughs> I I would I I honestly hope so because uh, yeah. I feel like he deserves it. Not that that other people don't, but um, I, you know he's been at the top for so long. You really want to see him uh, see him take it home. Um, but uh, I honestly it, it could be it could be Sean. It could be Najee. It could be Joe. Um, it could be Wait, somebody. For some reason, I don't think it's going to be Joe this year. Yeah, I mean, you know what? Yeah, they haven't. They didn't really hype him up too much. Yeah, in the uh, finish, qualifying rounds, he didn't finish city finals. Yeah, but nobody did. To be fair, oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, right. but they didn't. But I, I, I see your point in that they didn't yeah. like really hype him up. And if they knew that he was going to, they probably would have hyped him up. Right. Um, but it, it could be somebody completely random. I mean, that's what happened in season could seven. Be Michael it was Torres. Two, yeah. It was two completely random people. Yeah. Uh, it could absolutely be Michael Torres. You know, like. Yeah. Uh, uh, so we'll have to uh, we'll have to see about that. But um, my my guess for why they did this is that they got. They and I saw they got a ton of press in season seven when somebody finally yeah. won. It was all over the place. There were articles. There were especially you know, with how weird the situation was, right? And there were there were posts all over the place. But they probably saw that that didn't really translate to ratings that much because everybody yeah. learned about it after the fact. After, yeah. um, and they saw there were a bunch of eyes on it, but they didn't actually watch. They just probably watched like the YouTube clip of it happening. Right. Um, and so I'm guessing that they're trying to get the news out now so that they get as many. Eyes on the actual episodes, watching them uh, from start to finish, all four episodes, so that you can be a part of it as it happens. Um, But still, like, yeah, what it does defeat the what happens now next year when they don't say that a ninja is going to win. Right? Like, oh, true. That's such a precedent. Okay. Oh, well, I will continue next year. Do not watch the previews. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Um, I we, I think we just all have to go completely media dark. For 
anything yeah. to worry apart from these podcasts and yes. uh and we'll 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 let you know uh if if we end up talking about any spoilers yeah wow that's big so you definitely want to stick with us so we can track who this might be yes and also continue to make fun of productions choices yes so uh yes yeah, stay tuned for the vegas finals it, it'll be four episodes i'm sure it will be uh very interesting i would i would hope that there's more than one person that makes it to stage four so that there's at yeah. least some amount of uh, yeah <laughs> um also we've never seen anybody fail stage four <laughs> yeah that's why when you were like maybe people make it don't fail and though i'm like okay maybe yeah i guess <laughs> is um, it just a rope yeah, uh, I, in Sasuke, people made it there all the time, and they failed all the time. It was uh, it was like an actual uh, stage, yeah, instead of like a victory body. lap. Yeah, um, but we'll uh, we'll have to wait and see. It should at the very. I'm excited that somebody won. I'm disappointed that it was spoiled for me, but I am excited and I'm really excited to see who it was. Um, and and maybe it is more than one person. Who knows? Yeah, I, if it's going to happen on any season, it'll be this one. Yeah. So thank you for joining us. You can find me on Twitter at Armstrong Taryn. You can find me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Taryn Armstrong. Lita, where can people find you? You can find me um, not on Twitch anywhere. You can find me on Instagram at Lita Grammed and Twitter at Lita Tweeted. Uh, you can find my writing on my blog, litawrote.wordpress.com. And uh, I think that's it. All right. Well, thank you once again for joining us. We will see you next week which is actually a couple days, uh, for <laughs> the Vegas Finals. Good morning, everyone. I've got a question to ask. Do you want to be a ninja? Darren and Lita will tell you how. They can't do it themselves because they're not that strong. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.